Mama! Down by the river! Something, something, something! Cracking open a beer here! Oh, Mama! Down by the river! <laughs> I don't know the words to this fucking song! <laughs> Hi, everybody! It is me, your boy! Stupid Callister with me as always are the dogs. I got a wean dog over there. I got a sadie dog over here. We're doing good, everybody. It is a Thursday, December 16th, 2021. We're almost done with this year. This year has been a shit year, everybody. It's a shit year, but we're going to get through it. We got a, like two more weeks and we're done and then we move on. And then we got 2022 which will also be a shit year. <laughs> uh, let's hope not. I, I always hate, I'm not one of these guys who looks at the new year. It's December 1st, or uh, sorry, January 1st. And oh my God, it's a uh, turning of a page. It's a fresh start. It's new snow. None of that shit. Because ultimately, it's, uh, it all boils down to you. So your new year can start tomorrow. Your new year could have started three weeks ago. It can be whatever. It's you making that decision. And I, trust me, everybody, I am trying to make that fucking decision to have a better year. Uh, <clears throat> uh, hey, everybody, I'm uh, Stu McAllister, your host of the Elemental Podcast, uh, former comedian, former, former social worker, current loser. <laughs> But uh, there we go. There we go, everybody. You're, you're caught up. You're caught up. That's the podcast. If you're new to this shit, that's, uh, that's it. I, I, I've talked before. I had a guy who uh, I'm friends on Facebook, but I don't think I've ever met him. Comedian down in Texas. And uh, he was talking about podcasts. And he was like, you know, I've, I'm on the road a whole lot. And I listen to a lot of podcasts. And he's like, uh, there's nothing I hate more than when someone starts a podcast and they don't talk about who they are or what they're doing, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, and I'm like, yeah, no, I agree with you, man. I'm the same way. Uh, he's an old fuck. I'm an old fuck. And uh, shockingly, old fucks agree on this shit. So, so there we go, everybody. There we fucking go. You're caught up. Um, I live in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And uh, something weird. It was, it was brought to my attention yesterday. Yesterday that there was a, a radio station, a morning show on a radio station here in Grand Rapids, was looking for a co-host. And for whatever reason, it's weird to me that uh, places like that look for a talent. You can see me do air quotes, but I'm doing talent in air quotes. Uh, on Indeed. Uh, it's weird. You wouldn't think... Uh, you, you, you would think that they, there would be a place where they could post for, oh my God, we're looking for talent. But maybe they realize the job is so shitty that nobody will move to Grand Rapids for it. Um, but it is on a, on a station that I used to listen to. I don't really listen to it anymore. It's, uh, it's with, a, with the guy. He's new to town. He's new to town. And uh, he's, he's, got, he's got a co-host, but I think some of these co-hosts were kind of thrust into the co-host position, not necessarily wanting to be uh, the co-host. So they're looking for a permanent co-host. 
And someone brought it to my attention, like, hey, you, sh you should fucking do this. You should apply. And uh, I was like, oh, well, what station is it? Because they didn't know. And I, so I went and they, they sent me the uh, <clears throat> the link to the Indeed. And, and I looked at it. I was like, oh, I'd rather kill myself. <laughs> um not not it's not a station that i i would be good for it's very much like a soccer mom station uh very much a soccer mom show i am uh i am not good for soccer moms i am not good for the moms driving their kids to school uh i am not good for the moms having the radio on uh while they're making uh, lunch for their kids it's uh, no and i i wouldn't be good for that show because uh, it, it very much is, I, I think maybe I talked about this on a Patreon, but they, they, uh, I, I do have a Patreon. If you guys like this shit or if you stick around for this shit and you hear this shit and you're like, oh, I need more of this shit in my life. I got a Patreon that I do every fucking day other than Monday and Thursday because those are free days. But anyway, I talked about the show and the show is just not, it's not anything I'd be interested in. I'd have to fake it so much. I'd have to feign interest. I'd, I'd have to put on the whole smile, the, the fake it till you make it shit, and I just, I would never be able to make it. I just couldn't do it. So it's, um, I talked I talked with my buddy, Eric Zane, today. Uh, for those who are unaware, Eric Zane's a uh, Grand Rapids radio legend, and he might be a legend uh, wherever you are. He was on a morning show that was syndicated for a while and now he uh now he's doing his own thing he's got his own podcast very successful pod way more successful than my podcast i have six listeners to this podcast and eric's probably got about 15 <laughs> so he's got way more listeners than i do but eric uh i mean that was his profession he's done uh radio for uh, 30 years Something like that? I I have not. I've only been on the radio a very hit and miss. So uh, it's always nice when I can talk to him and, and pick his brain about shit. And I, you know, I'd asked him questions about that. And we were talking about, like, how radio has just changed over the years. And... Uh, I told him, and I, and I was very honest with him about, uh, I believe that morning radio should be more talk than music. Now, I know a lot of you out there are like, fuck that, I need my Taylor Swift, I need my Dave Matthews, I need my cheap trick in the morning, or the whatever, and, and more, more power to you. I don't. Uh, I think the older I got, the less I've cared about music. I mean, I still listen to music, everybody. I still listen. I'm going to go see a show on Saturday. going to go see the Glorious Sons over at the intersection. Uh, go give them a listen if you have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, they sing a song called Mama. <clears throat> Excuse me. They sing a song called Sawed Off Shotgun. Uh, great man. Great man. Uh, looking forward to seeing him. Uh, a little nervous about all of it, but uh, yet again with the COVID and everything else, but uh, I'm vaccinated. Uh, you're supposed to show proof that you're vaccinated. I'll wear my mask while I'm there. So it, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. Uh, but yeah, I just feel like talk is the way to go. Like I, I want to hear conversations about what happened in the town that day. I want to hear 
conversations about things that are going on in the world today. I want to hear people's opinions. I want to hear personalities. I think that's more appropriate and, and serves the city more that way. Now I get later in the day, it's all music, you know, uh, mid-morning, late afternoon, the drive time home. Let's crank out some ACDC or whatever the fuck. Have at it. Have at it. But in the morning, right, you, you, you're flipping on the Today Show. You're, you're flipping on, uh, I don't know, Fox News or whatever. You're getting your news and, and, and tidbits of the day, and that's what I want. And that uh, poorly is just going away. Sadly, it's going away. I got a buddy here in town, Jojo Gerard. I've talked about Jojo numerous times. Jojo is on 98.7 WFGR. I've told him to his face, to his face, everybody, that he needs to talk more. There needs to be less music, more Jojo. Whether uh, he's talking to uh, listeners or uh, if he gets another co-host. He had a co-host for a while and then... Uh, Budget constraints required the co-host no longer be a co-host. <laughs> See, I would like to be his co-host. All right, I would, I would, if, if if it popped up, I'd be like, oh fuck, I'd work with JoJo. I don't know if JoJo would want to work with me, but he's the kind of show I'd like. But whatever. So always good talking with Mr. Eric Zane. If you guys, uh, if you're looking for another podcast, I want this to be your third favorite podcast. I want another episode podcast to be your fourth favorite podcast. And then I want the Eric Zane Show podcast to uh, be your fifth favorite podcast. How about that? Can you do that for me? Can you do that? That'd be great. Eric's already got 15 listeners. I only got six. If you guys can help me out and get me to like seven, that would be that would be tits. <laughs> See, I don't think you can say tits on a, a soccer mom morning show. Now, I'm not really sure I could say tits on JoJo show either. Maybe I could say knockers. <laughs> what an odd word to describe women's breasts. Look at those knockers. <laughs> There's no knocking going on, right? Or am I doing it wrong? I don't think I've ever knocked a woman's boobs. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's uh, Thursday. How are you doing? You having a good day? Was it a good day? It was a good day for me. Uh, I, had, I, I currently am driving for Dim and Dots ice cream. I drove up to a school that I was supposed to do yesterday, but for whatever reason, they were mysteriously closed. I got up there today. Uh, somebody was there. They let me in. And uh, I wear a face mask. Most schools want you to wear a face mask. Some schools don't. I always wear one. Uh, for me, I would wear one anyway, but I figure, all right, I'm in a school. I'll wear one. And... Uh, so the guy, I wear once, I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. I'm, I'm wearing my Buffalo Bills face mask. So if anyone ever asks me why I'm going to continue to wear these Buffalo Bills face masks, I'll be like, hey, motherfucker, I spent a lot of money on these things. I'm going to wear this thing until I die. I want to be buried in a Buffalo Bills face mask. 
but he sees it and so he's just talking questions to me about the bills and the season and everything he was he was very interested for whatever reason and uh i gave him about as much information as i could i am not uh, super super up on x's and o's but i know what's going down i know the next four games who they're playing what how they should win all that bullshit so it was just nice so i'm driving back i get i get back me and the boss man we got to take some dots to uh the convention center the devos convention center in town and i'm going to tell you guys i've said this before many times uh if you want to sneak into a place uh, you can do it. <laughs> Just put out a uniform of some kind. Uh, say that you're there for whatever reason. Okay, and they'll open the door. They they open the door for us. We got in. We 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 took out these four freezers, these mini freezers that we got on wheels to take down to the basement. Nobody came and checked anything we were doing. Nobody fucking talked to us. I'm telling you, man, security's crazy. Security's crazy, you know what I'm talking about? So then I had to leave work. I left work today. Stu, oh my God, why did you leave work? I left work today because uh, my buddy Andy Bledsoe was in town. I don't know if you guys know Andy Bledsoe, but Andy Bledsoe was the host of uh, Tonight Tonight with Andy Bledsoe. And uh, it was a little monthly talk show that we did here in Grand Rapids. It was a lot of fun. And then Andy was like, oh my God, my life, uh, it's getting a little, to be a little much. He had a new baby. He was going back to school. He's married. All the shit's going on. And uh, <clears throat> so he's like, I got I to gotta bail from this. So I was like, okay. So uh, I ended up taking over. It became Tonight Tonight with Stu McAllister. And we did that for a long time. And it was a lot of fun. But he was in town. He lives in Florida now. He was in town. He went to the, uh, he went to the, the last local showcase at Dr. Grin's, the comedy club in Grand Rapids. The comedy club is closing. Because uh, the building it's in uh, was purchased, and apparently it is going to be turned into something else. Uh, I've heard two rumors. I've heard a hotel. I've heard a casino. I cannot confirm nor deny any of it because I have no fucking clue. I got no clue. But he was in town. He said he, he got on stage. He said there are like 21 comics who got on stage. I'm going to tell you this, everybody. That's probably about... Uh, 12 comics too many in my opinion but uh he said it was great everybody kind of stuck to their time he said it was it was a lot of fun i was like great that's great man that's great so he's in town he's like hey man you want to get lunch i'm like fuck yeah let's go get some lunch so he's like hey i want to go to Gita pita and i was like florida's changed you man <laughs> he's down with the pita so we meet up at the pita joint and uh, we get ourselves a Peter and uh, got a little chicken shawarma. You guys know about that chicken shawarma? I know about that chicken shawarma from the Avengers, man. That end scene. They're like, yeah, let's get some chicken shawarma. And uh, yeah, so we're sitting there. We're shooting the shit. I like Andy. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, everybody. This is why I like Andy. Andy and I met because of comedy. Like, I was doing comedy. He started doing open mics. Uh, we hung out. I, I found Andy to be a funny dude. Uh, and uh, it just kind of progressed into like, I like this dude because of things outside of comedy. Because I think he's a good dude and other interests and everything else. I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy's a good dude. He's one of the few dudes that I have uh, met in comedy 
that I'm like, oh, I think I actually like this guy. <laughs> a lot of guys, I'm like, I like them as a comedian. And uh, I might even be like, oh, they seem like okay dudes. Plenty of them are like, ah, they're a shit comedian. Ah, they're dicks. There are plenty of those. But uh, Andy was a good dude. So we're sitting there, we're shooting the shit. He paid for my lunch. How about that, everybody? He paid for my lunch. He must have heard about my fucking medical bills. <laughs> but uh, I gave him a little gift. Uh, for those who aren't aware, I have a little store on Macari. That, uh, that fucking app that's a combination of Facebook Marketplace slash eBay. Uh, I sell mostly jerseys. I've gotten into this jersey thing. And uh, Andy's very much a big Chicago Cubs fan. Big. And uh, I was like, all right, I, I have a, I had a Chicago Cubs windbreaker in my possession. And so I asked him yesterday, I was like, what size do you wear? He's like, large. I'm like, oh, yeah, because that was the size of the windbreaker. And uh, it, big, huge Cubs patch in the front. Super nice. And uh, he was like, oh, and he was wearing a Chicago Cubs hat when we met. It was perfect. It's perfect. So uh, he, he, hopefully he wears it. Hopefully he likes it. Down there in Florida. I don't know if I'll ever go. I, it was weird talking with him about it because Florida just seems like it's its own different world right now. They got their own laws, their own rules. It's like they it's like they believe, okay, we're drinking white claws, we can do whatever the fuck we want. And 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 that legitimately that's the law. Like cops will show up and they're like, Hey, drink white claws and the cops are like, Ah fuck, they found the loophole. We can't do shit to them. Ah oh, man, they're smoking meth right in front of me and I can't do a fucking thing. Oh my god. They, they fucking got an alligator uh, fighting ring going on right now. They're fucking pitting alligators against each other. I can't do a fucking thing. Uh, they're drinking White Claws. He was telling me about the weirdness and the nonsense, and it's just... Oh, man, with all this fucking pandemic shit. Someone uh, had talked about this on a podcast, and it was something like I've been thinking about myself, too. Like, this shit... This, this COVID shit, I don't think it will ever go away. It's kind of like the flu. The flu is probably never going to go away. Every year there's like a new strain, a new batch or whatever. So it's kind of like, when, when does the pandemic end? When do you like officially call it uh, quits on it, right? When do you feel like, ah, we've actually destroyed this, this disease and uh, we, can, we can move on with our lives, it's a good question, right? I mean, when was the last uh, pandemic? It was the Spanish flu in like 1918 or something like that. How long did it go for? A couple of years, right? Am I wrong? I'm not a historian. I don't remember that shit. But uh, I mean, that was a question being posed of like, when, when, when can we call it done? Probably when it's manageable in some capacity, right? When... There isn't necessarily a fear of, of transmission. There isn't necessarily a fear of, I need to go to the hospital for this shit, right? And please don't, please, please, please don't confuse this uh, corona shit with the flu. It's clearly much worse than the flu. It's weird to me when people continue to call it a flu. I'm like, oh God, you're, you're trivializing things. I have had uh, people in my life 
uh, people that I know have met in person, have had relationships with, uh, pass away from it. So I have never had anyone pass away from the flu. Now that's just me. And maybe that's part of the reason I'm maybe a little more due diligent uh, with it than, than a lot of people are. But when you have things affect you in, in a certain way, clearly that, I mean, how you respond to it's going to be different than others. So uh, again, I encourage everybody to get vaccinated, get boosted, wear your mask still, uh, don't be cocksuckers. Um, there we go, simple as that. Simple as that. Um, yeah, I got a couple jerseys in the mail today. Detroit Lions. I got uh, Calvin Johnson and uh, Sue. God, I don't know how you say his first name. Please don't make me say it. And a uh, Swift, all from the Lions, right? Swift, 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 Swift. I've already sold the two Calvin Johnsons. People had already said, hey, man, when you get those in, let me know. I'm like, all right, they're gone. So I'm going to post the others on the Macari. Go check out my Macari, everybody. Uh, if you're interested in jerseys, if you like, they're mostly it's mostly football, couple Cubs, couple basketball. There's some kid shit. There's some hats, bobbleheads. I gotta start posting some of these cards I got too. But go take a peek, and if there's anything that you want, let me know, and then uh, we can we can do this uh, just ourselves. Fuck Macari. And then you can probably get a better deal and I can probably get more money without having to fucking have Macari take their cut. You guys know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. I was drinking eggnog earlier. I bought a carton. I know Jamie would always give me shit about it. She's always like, why are you drinking that? She always thought it was gross. But I love it. I'm not going to lie. I really wish eggnog was available year round. I'm not a milk dude. Like uh, Mike, Michael from Rhode Island, he sent me this like coffee stuff. It's like uh, it's like chocolate syrup, but it's coffee syrup, syrup, coffee syrup. He sent me a bottle, and I put it on vanilla ice cream, which and it was fucking great. Uh, but he's like, you really got to put it in milk. He's like, it's way better in milk. But I just don't. I've never bought or it's been forever since I bought a carton of milk just to, like, drink the milk. Like, I'll put milk in cereal, but I can't tell you the last time I had any cereal. So I don't know if I'll do that, but fucking eggnog, man? I don't know. That's weird, right? I know a lot of people hate it. And a lot of people who, they you might like it, but I don't think there are too many people that are like me that are like, I will drink this shit year-round. <laughs> and I don't think about it, though. I know come early January it's going to fucking go away. I just know it. I should probably stock up on it. I should hoard. I should hoard uh, eggnog. That, that's what the, should, the next big thing is. Like, oh my God, there's an eggnog shortage. There's some asshole in Grand Rapids, Michigan, that's buying all of it. But I loves it. I loves it. I loves it. I've been uh, getting some Christmas cards. I've gotten two Christmas cards this year. Um. From, from random people, and by random, I mean, I don't know who sent them. There was no return address. They didn't sign the cards, and I don't mind it. Uh, I like getting Christmas cards, but it's just, uh, 
it's just weird when when uh, it's like anonymous. It's crazy. And then uh, today Jamie got one. Jamie hasn't gotten any mail here in in a long time. I don't think she's gotten any mail here since she left. I mean, maybe she did initially when she left, but um, uh, it's been it's been forever then. But she got a Christmas card, and I messaged her. I was like, "Hey, you got a Christmas card here? It's from uh, whoever." And uh, I was like, "What do you want me to do with it?" And she's like, "Oh, that's my." brother's uh ex-in-laws she's like you could uh throw it away or piss on it or whatever and I'm like okay <laughs> but i'm like uh why are they sending you christmas cards still you are the sister of their ex-son-in-law who apparently they have a contentious relationship with is this one of these weird things where you feel obligated to continue to send Christmas cards to them. I just don't understand that. So uh, I'll, I'll open it and then I'll just put it on my, uh, my cabinets like I do with all my other Christmas cards. So Jamie, if you're listening to this, your brother's ex-in-law's Christmas card will be on the kitchen cupboard on the cabinets. That's what I do, everybody. When I get Christmas cards, I take them and I uh, tape them to the cabinets to kind of add some color to the kitchen. And they remain there all year. I keep them up there all year. And then come December or whenever I get my the first one, I will take them all down. And uh, there you go. That's, uh, I love the Christmas cards. If you guys would like a Christmas card, trust me, I have plenty of Christmas cards left. So if you would like one, just send me your address and I will hook up a brother. I will hook up a brother or a sister or your mother, whatever. Speaking of brothers, I've been watching a show on Hulu called Black Jesus. <laughs> is that a horrible transition? Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, but it's a good fucking show. I had never heard of it. Black Jesus. Apparently, it's an adult swim show. Which I believe, tell me if I'm wrong, is it was a, it's like a fucking late night segment on Comedy Central, and I think the majority of the shows on Adult Swim though are um, uh, cartoons, right? Am I wrong? Like uh, I think Chicken Robot or whatever was one of them. So, but uh, anyway, it's about this guy. Everyone in the cast is uh, is black. And uh, it's about this guy who, who plays Jesus. They all say he's Jesus. And uh, they're in Compton, California. And uh, it's all very weird. Like, the language is weird. And the interactions with everybody's pretty weird. But this, is, this, this guy is supposed to be the real Jesus. The real deal. He's not crazy. He is Jesus. Performing miracles and shit. I find it funny though. It's it's uh, it's funny. I get that it's not for everybody. There's, apparently, it's only three seasons. The guy who wrote it or created it, Aaron McGruder, I think his name is. He is the guy who created the uh, cartoon strip Boondocks. So the Boondocks. So that if you if you know that at all, maybe that tells you a little bit about what's going on. What's going on with you, Wayne? What is happening over here? Huh? Why are you uh? Why are you doing this? 
Why are you doing this, Wayne? Wayne's just kind of pawing at stuff here on the couch. He's like trying to get under the blanket or something. I don't know. Yep. All right. There you go. She like Wayne very much likes being under blankets. She's a burrower. I don't know if that's the breed of dog she is. She's like a weird terrier kind of thing. Sandy dog on the hand is like fuck that shit. I don't want to be buried alive under blankets or anything. Uh, I got yesterday. Yesterday, I received a, uh, a package. I received a box of uh, football cards that weighed 40 pounds. <laughs> I received a box of football cards that was 40 pounds. It was heavy, motherfucker. And so today, a little bit of today, a little last night, a little today, I'm just going through things. I'm sorting through things because they got these big Ziploc bags of them. That's how they packaged them in the box in Ziploc bags. It's like a, instead of a big bag of weed, I got a big bag of old football cards and they're not like old, old. They're like late eighties, early nineties. So kind of the year where a lot of the cards ain't worth shit anyway, but you never know. I bought this lot. I got a lot. Came all the way from Canada, too. But I'm going through these cards, and uh, I came across this one guy. I had never heard of him. He plays for, uh, he played for the Washington, uh, at the time, the Redskins. Can I say Redskins? Is anyone going to get offended when I, the name of the team was the Redskins? I didn't name them that. Uh, but this guy plays, played for the Redskins and, um, defensive end. I had never heard of this guy at all. And his name is Coy Bacon. <laughs> Don't be Coy Bacon. I'm just, it's amazing. Like what? Oh. His birthday. August 30th, 1943. Jesus Christ. Ah. Uh, Coy has been a noted pass rusher in the NFL since 1967. He continued to superb play on Redskins defensive line last season by topping club by topping club with 15 quarterback sacks during the campaign. He was credited with 12 tackles of quarterbacks in 78, his first season at Washington, and led entire NFL with 26 sacks during 1976 for the Bengals. So I don't know who the fuck this guy is. But I just love the fact that his name is Coy Bacon. I want to try and make a joke out of that somehow. This football card uh, will be placed upon my refrigerator underneath a magnet for me to stare at and wonder why... Uh, someone named their child Coy Bacon. <laughs> there was a wrestler at one of these uh, independent wrestling shows that I went to a while ago. He went by the name Chris P. Bacon. And I want to be like, fuck you. Fuck you. Your name is not Chris P. Bacon. Fuck you. It's not even a good name that like a fourth grader would come up with to tell the substitute teacher that's what his name is. When you fucking sign in on the attendance sheet and you're writing down dumb names like Ben Dover and shit like that, nobody's writing Crispy Bacon. Get the fuck out of here. 
with your crispy bacon bullshit. Uh, for those who don't know, the tagline of this podcast is uh, constant swearing, occasionally funny. So I'd like to think I'm hitting the constant swearing part. I am always unsure if the funny part is hitting. Uh, I talked about how I'm a big Buffalo Bills fan. I am part of, I consider myself to be a part of the mafia, the Bills mafia. That's what the fans, they've called themselves. They've dubbed themselves the Bills mafia. And uh, I've been giving away Bills merchandise over on my Twitter. Uh, I know Scott from Pennsylvania put in for it today. He, he follows me on the Twitter and he put in. But uh, if any of you guys give a shit, uh, Wednesdays I've been posting stuff to give away for bills and it's been uh, jerseys and socks and cards and a hat it's all been you know all good shit today I gave away a uh, jersey of London Fletcher NFL legend London Fletcher he actually was up for Hall of Fame possibility he was one of the uh, nominees I don't know if he made like I don't know how many they have at the end, 10 or something. But he clearly was good enough that he that he is up for consideration going to the Hall of Fame. And so, you know, 3X Lana Fletcher, Jersey, Buffalo Bills, Jersey. And this one guy on Twitter is giving me shit about it. He was like, oh, God, uh, London Fletcher, he was good, but that was so long ago. And I'm like, what? Like, would you give me shit? If I was gave, gave away a jersey of Thurman Thomas or Bruce Smith or Jim Kelly or any of those guys, they they were they played much longer ago than London Fletcher did, you dumb fuck. And then he was giving me shit about the size. It was a 3X, and he was like, oh, my God, that jersey would fit like three people, fit like three fans. And I was like, well, clearly you've never been to a Buffalo Bills uh, home game because there are a lot of fatties in Buffalo. Buffalo loves their goddamn beer, their goddamn chicken wings, or a fat fox in Buffalo. But uh, Buffalo fans did something crazy again. They did something crazy, motherfuckers. They do a lot of crazy things. Like uh, when their cornerback, uh, Tredavious White, he blew out his ACL a couple weeks ago. And uh, he's, he's done for the season. And God knows when he'll come back. They say it takes like a year. To, to fully recover from that shit. And like, fuck, that's a long time. But uh, what, what Buffalo Bills fans, Mafia fans did is they donated to um, this food shelter that he participates in in Louisiana. That's where he is from. So they donated like a shit ton. I think it was like $150,000 to this uh, food shelter. So that, that's fucking phenomenal. And uh, they did something this past week. I don't know if you guys watched the game. Probably not. Maybe you did. The Bills played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, they were getting shellacked, but they came back. Uh, it looked like they were going to win, um, but they ended up tying the game and went into overtime, and they lost. And uh, this is where I tell you the truth, everybody. I, I pretty much I stopped watching it after the first quarter. I'm like, I got shit to do. I just can't watch this team get their ass handed to them again. And uh, so I had not paid attention until a friend of mine was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. And I, I turned on, I, I was able to watch on my phone through Yahoo Sports. And, and I watched it and I was like, oh, fuck, they're, they're back and whatever. But apparently there are a lot of plays during the game. And I saw one or two myself where uh, some questionable non-calls by the referees. The referees uh, were calling things against the Bills and uh, not calling penalties that clearly should have been called. 
I'm never one who likes to blame things on the ref, but man, sometimes you look at these calls or non-calls and you're like, God fucking damn it. So there was a guy on Twitter who was like, ah, fuck, uh, what do we do here? Um, this is some bullshit. I feel like the referees are blind. Uh, we need to help them out in some way. So this person on Twitter, and it's weird in this article, they don't necessarily talk about um, the guy who, who came up with the idea, but he's like, hey, let's donate money to uh, the Visually Impaired advance, Advancement Organization in honor of blind NFL referees. And apparently they've raised more than $40,000 since Sunday for the VIA. It's a nonprofit based in Buffalo that helps the visually impaired started receiving an influx of donations this week in uh, 17, 14, and $31 increments. Symbolic of quarterback Josh Allen at 14, wide receiver Diggs at uh, Josh Allen at 17, Stefan Diggs is 14, and the jersey numbers added together, which clearly is 31. The outcry support is shocking and amazing. We are just so humbled by Bill's Mafia in the city of Good Neighbors. Samantha Burfine, communications manager for VIA, said in a statement to USA uh, Today Sports. While we recognize that NFLs are not visually impaired, $17 makes an impact on VIA to help individuals who are visually impaired. Oh, here we go. It all started when Hunter Scheinebeck, God, I hope that's how you say his name, donated 17 to the organization Monday after officials were unable to see the blatant pass interference on Stefan Diggs. He wrote on his uh, donation page. And there you go. This is very funny. Um, I, I, I like being a part of the mafia. I know the mafia were known for smashing tables and getting drunk and whatever. But uh, we've done some very good things over the years. When the Cincinnati Bengals beat the Ravens and the Bills got in, uh, they kind of backed their way into the playoffs back in 2017. Uh, uh, Bills Mafia donated $415,000 to quarterback Andy Dalton's foundation for seriously ill children. Uh, when Baltimore quarterback Lamar Jackson was unable to finish a playoff game last season, Bills fans donated nearly half a million dollars in honor to the Louisville chapter of blessings in a backpack. And when Josh Allen lost his grandmother in 2019, fans donated more than $1.4 million to the John R. Uh, Oshai Children's Hospital in Buffalo. So we're relatively uh, generous people. We're Buffalo Bills fans, for the most part, are blue, we're blue-collar fucks. And I think you'll find that often blue-collar fucks are a little more willing to uh, donate uh, to charities because maybe they've uh, benefited from the, the love and the generosity of a charity. So... Uh, Yep, I know I've donated a couple of those. I donated to the uh, Josh Allen one. I donated to the Andy Dalton one. I should probably go and fucking donate to this VIA one. Mm. There we go. So, uh, hey, if you ever want to be a part of the Mafia, uh, let me know. Let me know if you want to be an unofficial member, or I'll, I'll even bless you. I'll make you an official member, and I'll send you, like, a Buffalo Bills football card. How about that? You got to let me know. You, you pledge allegiance to the mafia. <laughs> you can still root. You can still root for whatever team you want to root for. I'm not like saying that you got to fucking forsake your team. Like, I know a lot of people are Lions fans, and trust me, uh, Lions fans, 
I, I know your pain. But um, if uh, you want to make your second favorite team, the Mafia, why not, man? Have some fun. We'll have some fun. It's been not necessarily the greatest of the years, but I think the Bills will handle the, uh, the Panthers on Sunday. We'll see. We will see. We will see. All right, I might end on this just because this is a long one. I've already been I've been rambling for forty minutes. I don't know what this list is like. I have not looked at this list. Longtime listeners of the podcast will know Stu loves his lists. I love them because I like saying what's right, and uh, I love even saying more what's wrong with the list. But I got this list off of a uh, Bro Bible, good old Bro Bible. That's one of I'm not gonna lie, it's one of my favorite ones. I get that a lot of it is horseshit. A lot of it is uh, get. It is called Bro Bible, so a lot of it's very broy. But every once in a while, they got some good shit. And so this is a uh, hundred of the best gifts for men in twenty twenty one. The heated razor by Gillette Labs looks like a fucking uh, straight razor, disposable razor. I've never seen it. I've never used one. But fuck, if it heats it up, maybe that would be fucking good. 150 bucks off of uh, Gillette.com. I like the concept, though, of the electric razor. I don't necessarily like the uh, throwing shit away, the disposable razor. I don't know. Maybe I should take a look at it. The heated razor. There you fucking go. Uh, Whistle pig. My God, I think I'm already out of something's called whistle pig. The boss hog seven... Lapa Lupa? Lapa Lupa? Oh, it's whiskey. I'm not a fan of any kind of booze. So any kind of booze I got up here, I'll be like, fuck no. So I'm sorry, fuck no. Gerber gear knives? Okay, I like a good knife. But, uh, yeah, knives anywhere from 50 to $300. And I'm going to pass. I'm not going to spend that kind of money on a fucking knife. I don't need that knife. House of Gucci Mansion on Airbnb. Fuck that. No, no fucking desire. Pit Viper Ballistic Sunglasses. These just look like those dumb fucking old Oakleys. They're kind of mirrored. It uh, doesn't say how much they are, but I, I'm going to pass on those. Another whiskey. Fuck that shit. Online scuba diving lessons? I don't think I want to take a scuba diving lesson online. Pass. Um, Somalier wine aroma kit? Pass. Another whiskey? Pass. See, that's the problem with Bro Bible. A lot of it's this whiskey bullshit. Fuck that. Gaming headset? Probably good. I'm not a gamer. Pass. Uh, Yeti Rambler drinkware. Now this shit I like, but Yeti is incredibly expensive. The the thermalated fucking mugs and shit. I like a good coffee mug, but I just have the one I got from Speedway gas station. It's lasted me years. I don't need to spend 60, 80 bucks on one of these things. Pass another vodka pass. Uh, four laps active wear. I'm trying to be less active. Pass. Cigar lover gifts. Now, this would probably be pretty cool. It's like the crazy lighters, the cutters, like a little personal humidor, ashtray. Um, back in the day, cufflinks that are shaped like cigars, those are pretty cool. Back in the day, I, I enjoyed a good cigar. 
But then there was one time I was smoking a cigar and then all of a sudden I felt like I was getting heart palpitations and I'm like, well, this is probably the last time I've ever smoked a cigar and it's a, it's been a good 15, 16 years. So uh, I, I, I would take it, but I'm not, uh, fuck this. Wine lover accessories, pass. Grunt style, anything called grunt style, I'm going to pass on. It's uh clothing grunt style clothing wear fuck that shit grilling and cooking yeah this shit i would like too but i can't lie everybody I've, i haven't fucking grilled in forever i got myself a nice little hibachi thing over the summer but i fucking didn't use it at all once i don't own a grill i haven't grilled in forever uh, i guess when you live by yourself there's no need to really grill shit in nah. Maybe, uh, no, no, I can't lie. I was going to say, if I lived with more people, maybe I'd give a shit. No, that's not the case. Dr. Squatch bundles. Dr. Squatch is like a weird lotion slash fancy soap company. And uh, I've heard people rave about it, but fuck me, man. I just, I'm totally fine with the shower gels. I don't need any of this fancy fucking soap. If you were to buy it for me, if someone gave it to me as a gift, apparently they got a thing here, a, frosty peppermint bundle i'd be like okay thanks but would i ever buy it for myself no i don't love myself enough to buy dr scratch fuck that shit another bourbon fuck that shit another knife thing uh don't need it coffee drinker stuff yeah i like this coffee drinking shit i've uh, i've grown to enjoy coffee but i don't think i would ever go out of my way to get like a french press or any of these fancy espresso machines. I wouldn't get myself a coffee of the month uh, subscription. Pass. Uh, golf clubs. Yeah, I was getting into golf this summer. It was a lot of fun. Sticks, golf. Uh, there you go. Sticks golf, 14 club set. It's a lot of fucking clubs. Uh, surf ponchos. You kind of look like fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi wearing one of these things. I'm down. If I can look like a goddamn Jedi Knight, I am down. But it just looks like a fucking uh, hoodie, poncho, slash... What was that fucking fabric that uh, bathrobes were made out of? Um, kind of like the towel. Shit, fuck, I cannot remember. Uh, another fucking grill thing pass butcher box meat delivery pass i don't eat beef or pork anymore pass glasses for whiskey and wine pass brooks brothers clothes i like these clothes the clothes are nice i would never go out of my way to buy it though again it's one of those things of wow a jacket is 268 dollars holy fuck Crewneck sweater, cashmere crewneck is $328. See, this kind of shit I would never buy for myself. And it's weird when people buy clothes for you. Like I get maybe like a t-shirt or socks or underwear, but anything beyond that, like pants or any kind of like button-down shirt, like it's just hard to do. Pass. Uh, dog air leash and air mesh harnesses. That might be good for these dogs. I think I need to get new harnesses for them. Uh, Lulimon items for men, more clothes. Uh, there we go. Collectible exchange sports memorabilia. I like it. 
Brandon Steiner's new company, Collectible Exchange. This collectible is a memorabilia marketplace backed by the highest levels of ethics and authenticity. Huh. I'm going to click the link here. Will it take me? Yeah, it took me to another fucking place. Because uh, lately, everybody, I, I am a big fan of uh, collecting uh, autographed jerseys. Buffalo Bills autographed jerseys. Oh, I'll have to take a look at that, please. Later. There we go. It's pretty nice. All right. A couple more. Smart meat thermometer. Fuck no. Uh, best gifts for men to shop for. Just a weird assortment of shit. Oh, here we go. Uh, what is this? A lockpick training kit. There we go, everybody. Get me one of those. A lockpick training kit. It's $40. And the, the fucking lock is a... Looks like it's made out of plastic and see-through. So you can see what you're doing. And it comes with five different instruments to help you pick the lock. Please help me become a fucking thief. <laughs> Please help me commit crimes. And purchase a lockpick training kit. Jesus Christ. Uh, fleece shirt. Again, it's a lot of this clothes shit. They're like, yeah, it's nice, but I don't know. Ray Randolph Engineering sunglasses. They just look like aviators. The guy wearing it looks like a douchebag. He's got the huge wave of hair in the front. And he's got like the fucking... Eight, not the five o'clock shadow, the eight o'clock shadow. It's clearly fucking manicured that way to make sure that it's like, oh, this guy, this guy's grungy. He's got that grunge look to him. Fuck you. Fuck you. Watches. Who wears watches anymore? Nobody wears watches. Uh, more golf shit. Boots. Jesus. The cheapest pair of boots is $130. I'm sure that's a good price, but fuck no. Uh, armored gear, phone case, uh, keychain, tool shit, more clothes shit, massage thing. This, those massage guns, I never, I don't think shit like that works. Do any of you have a massage gun? It looks like, oh, this would work, and then you try it, and like, oh, this hurts more than anything else. Pass. Oh, like MIX or maybe it's Mix Fitness. It's like a Peloton thing. Peloton took a bad hit this week with fucking Sex in the City character. Spoiler! Sex in the City character, Mr. Big. Apparently he died riding the Peloton in the show. Clothes. Hot sauce making kit. I got a buddy. Uh, God, what's Dave's last name? Why am I blanking on it? This comedian guy I know. That's what his, that's his merch. He makes hot sauce. Dave, what the fuck's Dave's last name? Why am I? I'm looking at Big Beard tours with uh, fucking what's his nuts. Ryan Patrick, Ryan uh, Niemiller, Ryan Niemiller. Fuck. Yeah, well, I don't think I'd want to make my own hot sauce. I'm not a fan of hot sauce, really. Food dehydrator. There we go. Make yourself some beef jerky. Uh, laptop stand, phone stands, that'd be all right. Fucking shower head. Shower head's more for the ladies. Am I right, ladies? Fishing shit, I don't fish. Coffee grinder. I guess I prefer my coffee already pre-ground. I don't need a coffee grinder. 
manscaping shit, shaving your balls. I don't know. Do I need a special fucking razor to shave my balls? Can I can I use the the heated Gillette razor to fucking shave my balls? Oh, crazy wallet, more clothes. Home gym, Bowflex, home gym. I got one of those total gyms. I haven't used it in years. Uh, and there we go. NFL floor mats. Yes. Get me my Buffalo Bills floor mats. And that's it. A lot of it was shit. Some of it was good. Get me the lock picking set. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's it. This was a dumb one for sure, but I do appreciate you guys listening. Uh, if you guys give a shit, go check out the Patreon. If you guys give a shit, go check out my Macari store. If you can't find it, let me know, and I can always send you the link. Um, if you guys can do me a solid and uh, go check out another episode podcast, I kind of briefly mention it, but that's Matt Harper and Mandy Elaine. They talk about movies that shape their childhood. Uh, so these are movies that are going to be 20 years old or older. And because it's Christmas... They're doing, uh, uh, December, they're doing Christmas movies. And so they just dropped the episode on Wednesday. Every Wednesday they drop new ones. And uh, this past Wednesday, yesterday they did It's a Wonderful Life with comedian Garrett Elzinga. And uh, that's one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. Truly it is. And uh, I think, to be perfectly honest, everybody, I think that's it. I think they're done for the year. I think they're taking a little breather. And I think they're done. So if you haven't listened to their podcast, uh, now is a good time for you to catch up on shit. And, uh, you know, no spoilers. These are all movies you've probably already seen or you already know about, you know, some shit about. So, uh, you know, whatever. It's always a lot of fun. It's like usually like an, between an hour, hour, 15 minutes. So not, not a super long listen, but always a lot of fun. Go check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and listen on your favorite podcast platform. Then we got uh, Magic J.B. M M stands for magician. That's my boy John Midgley. He is a magician, and uh, so he's got a page for it. Magic JB. I'm John Badass Midgley, and uh, you go check him out there, and you'll see all the magic stuff. And he's a great artist too. Go check him out. And then last but not least, we got the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam and Stephanie House. They eat coleslaw. They love their coleslaw. They eat it, they do Facebook Lives of themselves eating it, and then they tell you yay or nay. So uh, go follow along, and this is the reason why you should go like their page. Go hit the like button on it. When they get 300 likes on their page, and that's not an easy thing to do, everybody, right? There's a lot of shit out there, so it's hard to get some traction, hard to get likes. But if you go like their page, and when they get up to 300, now I gotta go look. When they get up to 300, they will uh, donate some money to a charity. So I think that is a good reason for you to go check them out if you could. All right? I'm looking at them right now. Hey, they're at 277 likes. So if you can help them out, if you can get them 23 more likes in, uh, in uh, between now and uh, Monday when we do another freebie, that would be fucking phenomenal. So if you can do that, that would be awesome. The Sunday slaw so that's it another episode podcast magic jbm and the sunday slaw that's it you guys are great i will be back tomorrow for patreon otherwise i will see you guys on monday for the freebie we'll see you later have a good one goodbye